When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everybody and welcome to another episode of before my time that's the best i can do you guys i'm your host kelsey laurie and we are talking about mickey mouse it is his birthday and i cannot do a very good mickey mouse impersonation let's just start this now who's the leader of the we're here to entertain you we'll sing your songs for good times the best times you can't go wrong we'll two-step a new step it won't be long when the dixieland is up playing soon you'll be swaying so come on sing along So, Gelsey, I don't think that there's even an anniversary on this. Oh, no, there is an anniversary on this. It's his birthday. Yeah, we're going to talk about Mickey Mouse on his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, his birthday is November 18th. How old is he going to (laughs) be? Came out in 1928. You want to do math? No, not really. (laughs) 94? Ooh. Oh, he's going to be 100 soon. Damn, I was good at math. I was like, that's simple math. That was like stupid easy. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so Mickey Mouse birthday. birthday. You work. You you are a not an employee. You are a cast member of the mouse. Very good, Matt. (laughs) He can be taught. I am. uh, Mickey Mouse is my boss. So really interesting guy to work for. No, get back to work. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, you seem so nice on TV. Why are you so mean? Do what I say. You're not getting a raise this year. Um, <laughs> no breaks. My feet have blisters. I don't care. You don't think I didn't work with blisters in the 20s? Yeah. I bet for those Whatever, children. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty much. Um, yeah. So he's created in 1928 by Walt Disney and Ub Iwerks. Um, I'm going to already just plug this in right now. I highly recommend if you, you know what drunk history is, right? Oh, yes. Very much. Yeah, so. and I'm sure everyone knows what drunk history is. If you do not do yourself a big favor in YouTube drunk history, it's basically celebrities. I think Will Ferrell was a part of the original team. It's now on Comedy Central, but it was just on um It was like a YouTube channel for years. YouTube, yeah. yeah. And they would get people and get them schma- they'd give them a topic of history, tell them to learn it, 
get them hoisted. And then as they're hoisted, they have to tell them the history of this thing that they were supposed to study. And then famous actors act out the thing that the drunk person is talking about. They are so funny. And I found one on Walt Disney and Ub Iwerks. And it was really funny. <laughs> it was great. And at the very end, he goes, what the fuck kind of name is Ub? Or like, it was just, I like <laughs> died because I was thinking that the whole time I was doing the research. And I was like, yes. So Anyways, I'm not going to go too far into like the original Walt Disney history because I just don't feel like it. You know, animator went out to L.A. to make his dreams come true with animating. And Walt Disney had a partner, Ub Iwerks, so they kind of worked together. And they had created this cartoon called Oswald the Rabbit, who they created for Universal. So in 1927, I believe is when they did, but Universal took full control at some point. And so then Disney was left with nothing. And he's like, well, shit, if they have full control and I want to do my thing, I need someone new. Disney did get Oswald the Rabbit back though in 2006. And so now you do kind of see him in new cartoons, games. They even have the the way they have the Mickey Mouse classic hat sold. They sold the Oswald ears at a oh, point. Dope. I think they still do. Yeah. They kind of brought that nostalgic back, which was cool. So he was like, I need a new character. So uh, Byworks created some different ideas. Um, he even presented a horse, a cow. They were rejected, but those sketches actually did come back in later and became Clarabelle and Horace, who no one really knows who Horace is. He's a horse. Duh. Horace and Clarabelle are some of my friends that I get to dance with at work. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So I have all the horse puns to tell the audience. <laughs> Anyways, so Mickey Mouse was created. A mouse was sketched. And originally, though, Mickey was named Mortimer. Mortimer Mouse. And uh, Walt Disney's wife, Lillian, was like, no, that sounds way too pompous. What about Mickey? And he's like, I love it. Now, Mortimer did become a character later and eventually became a character that was Mickey's rival, who was this pompous asshole who was like, I'm better than you. Kind of a so I thought that was funny. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, you learn something new every day with me. Mickey Mouse, do you know? I'm gonna ask you something, and you probably do you know what Mickey Mouse's first debut cartoon was? Oh, yeah, that's an easy one. That's Steamboat Willie. Wrong. What? Yeah, I know. I know. I knew you're gonna get that wrong. That's why I was like, let's play a game where I know Matt's gonna be wrong. It was so you're kind of not wrong. I, I'll give you this. His that was his first public appearance with Steamboat Willie in 1928, but he actually first appeared in a short called Plain Crazy. It was a oh. silent cartoon. Yep. That was created before uh steamboat willie as was one called galloping gaucho so those two were created but they couldn't find any distributors for those films everyone's like no what this is dumb so then they got the idea and figured out the technology of how to sync sound to cartoons the talkies had just come out it was kind of a big deal but sound had not yet been synced to cartoons where it's musically synced and the sound effects and everything is is synced and that was a huge deal um so that's what happened with steamboat willie and it became the most popular cartoon of the time so then walt went back and put sound to plain crazy and gallop and gaucho and then they did get released after but technically those are the first two you tricked me <laughs> i know <laughs> steamboat willie debuted november 18th 1928 in new york city and which is it gallop and gaucho is the first time we get mini then we get the fourth short, which was The Barn Dance. And that's the first time Minnie Mouse turns Mickey down, which I thought was kind of fun. It's all these random little uh, shorts. We get The Opry House in 1929. It's the first time we see white gloves on Mickey. And then The Carnival Kid, 1929, is the first time we hear Mickey speak. Do you know what Mickey's first words were, Matt? Okay. So I'm very, I'm way less confident 
in this one, but I'm assuming it's some variation of like, hello, folks. No, oh. not even close. It's uh, hot dog, hot dog. <laughs> I at least Which... would have thought. So he was, was he selling hot dogs? <laughs> he was selling hot dogs. At Darn the it. Because I, I think I do know that his first words are hot dog now that you say that. But I think I always just assumed he was like excited about something. It was like hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's funny, actually. I just I hadn't even put this together that his first words were hot dog and the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse um, on. I think it's on like Playhouse Disney or whatever channel is like Disney Junior kind of on TV. There's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, which is a more computer animated look. I don't know what kind of animation yeah. it is, but I've for some reason watched it a lot because I think I was babysitting different kids and then my nephew liked it. But there's the hot dog song. Yeah. There's the hot dog, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. And they all dance and got like Goofy's <laughs> dance is really cool. And, and I just now thought it was like, oh, I wonder if they like did that on purpose. Knowing whole hot dog thing. How insane Disney historians are within the so. business. I'm sure that that was intentional. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't even think about that with my notes. And just now it was all hot dog. I actually love the hot dog dance. I have a video of my whole family doing it in Disney world. Cause I turned on the cartoon. Cause I love, love the Mickey mouse clubhouse. The, this um, is the content that needs to be going on the, before my time Instagram pages. When these episodes come out is I know, I know I've been slacking. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> so where we get, okay, let's talk about Pluto. Pluto first appears as Minnie's dog in the cartoon Rover in 1930 and then switches to be Mickey's dog in the mouse hunt in 1931. So there's kind of, you know, we get Mickey, we get Minnie. Charlie Chaplin was a huge inspiration to Mickey's characteristics, kind of the underdog, the the little guy that just kind of does his best and is a little mischievous because the original character of Mickey was a lot more mischievous, anti-hero, almost little bits of it. Yeah, no, Steamboat Willie could be just as much of a dick as the villains in, in those early Oh, yeah, and like cartoons. even plain crazy, he's like chasing Minnie and she's like trying to get away from him and he's like... <laughs> Like, it's a bit like, oh, gosh. Yeah, I, I could say that those early cartoons would, to to talk about Looney Tunes for a split second, but it's kind of like, you know, you oh, watch like the, you watch like the Roadrunner, Wile E. Coyote yeah. things, and they're oh, both yeah. kind of not great characters. You know like, what I mean? Everyone's like, kind of an asshole. Like, yeah, like cartoons were just kind of dicks. No, but I could see now that you say that I could absolutely see like Mickey being inspired, especially by like the little tramp era charlie chaplin movies where it's like down yeah. on his luck poor like you want to yep. see him succeed <laughs> always the underdog but always kind of getting in a little like mischief and it's um but he eventually over time they shifted away from that personality and it was more donald became kind of the anti-hero that would get into these like sticky situations and mickey became the all-time <laughs> lovable hero and it wasn't until rebranded mickey i guess you could say or in 2009 they got a new um brett Iwin, I think you pronounce his name, started voicing Mickey at the time. And they kind of changed Mickey back to his original, a little mischievous. Have you seen the new Mickey Mouse cartoons? The little shorts? They're on the, Disney Plus. They're my favorite. No, I'm the, the 2D with them. animation ones. They're so good. They're incredible. So let me talk about Ugh. real quick. I have said this before. The second episode that they ever did of that is one called new, No Shoes, No Shirt, No Service. And I literally think. It is one of the most brilliant concepts for any Mickey Mouse cartoon because it's the one where Donald and Mickey are supposed to pick up food for a picnic with Daisy and Minnie, yes, but they can't get I've into the it. restaurant because it's a no shoes, no shirt or no shoes, no pants 
situation where Donald has pants but no shirt and or no, Mickey no, no, has Donald, pants and no shirt yeah. and Donald has a shirt and Donald no has pants. a shirt no and pants. They have to decide who wears the shirt and who stays outside naked while they go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so this stuff like every concept on those are incredible, but they are kind of like they're so funny. Like I laugh out loud on each one because they push it and Mickey is kind of a dick in some of them. And it kind of goes back to like that mischievous, like his early personality in the original cartoons. They brought it back with these. And I love that. And I just, I love how raw the cartoons are and everything. I think they're so funny. No, they are um, great. There's a new one dropping uh, later on this month, actually. Oh, really? Because uh, they do like the the wonderful winter of Mickey, the wonderful summer of Mickey. I think the wonderful autumn of Mickey drops this month. That's fun. Yeah, they're great. Um, I did mention someone, um, Brett, who came in 2009 to voice Mickey, but this was kind of a fun. You know, there's always the is Mickey and Minnie married question because sometimes mm -hmm. it seems as if they're married and sometimes it's more like they're dating. But um, Disney had made a statement at one point, and I don't know when, but that in, in their secret life, they are happily married. There's kind of that cute thing but in um 1977 to 2009 until he passed away which is why the new guy came in to voice mickey um, a man named wayne alwyn voiced mickey mouse and a woman named russie taylor voiced minnie mouse from 1986 to 2019 and they actually got married in real life which i thought was freaking adorable that's sweet actually i do love that <laughs> yeah they kept it secret for 10 years because they didn't they didn't want people to go oh mickey and minnie are married they're like no we Wayne and Russie are married. We're not Mickey Minnie, you know, but I thought that was really cute. Mickey is also the first cartoon to get a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Really? Yeah, he was the start of it. And now there are multiple cartoon characters that do have stars. I do believe Snow White, Tinkerbell, Minnie, they all joined. And I think Bugs Bunny, The Simpsons. That's, I'm sure I'm missing people that have stars that are not real people, but Mickey Mouse was the first. Well, that's pretty awesome. You know, I kind of just more focused as far as information on the early years of Mickey and the developmental, along with those couple later in life fun facts. I always felt like Mickey Mouse was one of my least favorite of the of the actual like classic oh. Disney characters. Not so much that I dislike like Mickey makes me happy. Don't get me wrong. You see Mickey, you're you're going to run up and want to get a picture with that guy. Yeah, but, I just love Mickey. But I remember as a kid you know, when you're watching the the Disney Channel, when it was this classic channel that would like play new shows and then you would just get these like old 1930s, 40s, 50s cartoons. I always thought that the Mickey Mouse ones were kind of lame in comparison to if a Donald cartoon or a Goofy cartoon would play because they always felt kind of like, all right, Mickey's just a good guy and he's fighting the villain and it was way more fun to just watch goofy struggle to do something simple or watch like donald just escalate a bad situation into a worse situation by pure uh narcissism i guess and we're, there was a phase i guess it would have been like when we were kids into your whatever decades and that's kind of when they made mickey more the hero that was kind of boring but like oh you said 30s i don't know if you watch some of the original shorts yeah. they're pretty like gruesome and like intense kind of a donald situation where it's not as like oh, okay just the underdog hero like there's one where he's like making music and he like takes a cat and like swings it around to get the cat to be like rah, rah, and he's all <laughs> like you, grin to grin smile i was like this is terrible do you have any personal favorite mickey mouse cartoons or or shorts well i'm gonna go with like the obvious one 
super silly obvious is Fanta- um, Fantasia, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay. It's a classic. It's, you know, newer, which was 1988. But it's one of my favorite cartoon shorts of all times. And I the music is what I love. It's so haunting. It's that daunting. I love what they've done with it with a phantasmic kind of got inspired by it, which is the show at Disneyland. And I absolutely love that show. Anyone that's a diehard Disneyland fan is like has that childhood bond with it. And it's like we cry and it's amazing. And it's like yeah. the at the end of it, he does the some imagination, huh? Like it's this great. I don't know. I love that one. The first ones are great. Um, I do like the very first plane, crazy plane. I've seen it. It's great. It's fun. But I love the new the new cartoons that we were talking about. The, the new cartoons and I, are great. There's so many good ones. But he's in like the Swiss Alps. Yes. And Minnie's at the top, and he's like going to. But it's all the noise is going to make the avalanche happen. So everything he passes is like this loud, noisy thing. And he's trying to get them all to be quiet. And the abominable snowman starts chasing him. He's like, shh, like, like, um, mimes, like, you got to be quiet. There's going to be an avalanche if we scream. And the monster's like, oh, okay, sorry. And then he goes, and like, <laughs> acts out as if he's going, but silently. And then Mickey like screams silently. I laughed so hard when I watched that episode. I wish I had a video of it, but at one point, my nephew and niece uh, was hanging out with them at like a fifth birthday party or whatever. And we went down to the basement and they were watching the Mickey mouse clubhouse and it was, it was fine, but I was starting to get fed up with it. And I was like, have you watched these? And they're like, no. So I put it on and they were like kind of enjoying it. But when they got to that particular cartoon that you're talking about, they made me play that one like five times in a row. They're like, that is so funny. It's so, it's it's so good. I had to do some Googling because I could not remember. I I had an image in my brain that I could like vividly see. And I'm like, what the hell was that short called? Um, I think my favorite Mickey short is uh, the Brave Little Taylor, um, mm, which is yeah. the medieval one where he uh, agrees to try to beat the giant that's like uh, plaguing the countryside. And I just always remember two specific shots and the one is him like leaning on his pair of scissors while he's agreeing to do the thing. And then the final shot is that he essentially knocks the giant out and they build like a, like a park around him. So the giant's like laying in the ground sleeping and there's just like a, like almost like a roller coaster, like running all around him. But that one is, I just looked it up September 23rd, 1938. That is just one that I, I don't know if I had it on a VHS tape or, or something because I used to have a bunch of I remember a ton of Donald Duck shorts from the here here's Donald Duck VHS tape mm-hmm. that I had, but I'm positive we had a here's Mickey Mouse VHS tape, and that was one of the the shorts on there that we mm-hmm. would watch. I just want to correct myself. I, I said a date earlier that is so couldn't be further from wrong. Um, and I don't know what my brain was smoking. It was there's like a little guy in my brain just like getting high as fuck. Um, I said Fantasia was 1988 and that is could not be more wrong. In 1940s when that came out, just to uh set the record straight and go. Something that I think is interesting about Mickey Mouse is that for how much he is the icon of Disney, right? Like it wasn't until very recently that he got his own park ride with the Mickey's Runaway train ride that oh, opened. Love, and they're I, bringing it to Disneyland. They're they're building it right now, and I cannot wait. I still haven't ridden it. I haven't been there since. It's incredible. They the last time that I was in Disney World, it was under construction, and 
I, okay. I've heard nothing but it's, good things. It's but. amazing. Yeah, I was really curious. And I was like, oh, it'll be cute. And I was like, this, they did a very, very good job. I just read something really interesting. And that is that Mickey Mouse is more famous than Santa Claus. I believe that, actually. Children because, across the globe can identify Mickey Mouse much easier than Santa Claus. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think that because you could say, I think I've heard something similar with um Kermit the Frog. Like Kermit the Frog is one of the most easily identifiable characters too because it has an international appeal where like Santa Claus is still a very much like a United States and like a couple little pocket countries mm -hmm. type character. The other thing that's interesting though about Mickey beyond what we just said with the... um the no park rides is also like there isn't really a Mickey mouse feature length movie. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's like a lot of specials. There's, you know, he has a segment in Fantasia. He had a segment in something like fun and fancy free when they were doing those types of films. And, you know, you would get these like straight to DVD or TV specials like Mickey's Christmas Carol and stuff like that. But there never was like a 90 minute, theatrical mickey mouse movie you know what i mean like that's it is it is weird to think about this character that is literally the the icon of an entire industry but they are kind of sparing in how they use him to a certain extent like they don't want to like completely train people of wanting to see mickey mouse yeah that i agree with that and that is kind of a weird yeah those specials but it's more like he's like the host he is the host of this entertainment company the host of this idea but you never want to watch a host in their own story you want them to talk about this is what you're about to watch like yeah i also never thought about all that according to the guardian that the expiration of mickey mouse's copyright is in 2024 yeah it's coming up what's gonna happen to him well we won't get into this too much but okay let's just say that walt disney um, there's a couple videos you can watch on this, but Walt Disney kind of uh, has so much power that it is rewritten copyright law multiple times just to make sure that they get to keep certain characters <laughs> out of the public domain. So I wouldn't be surprised if in the next year we hear an announcement that like characters public domain gets stretched out by another 25 years or something like that, because I think for a while it was 50 years. Then it was like 75 years, and now it's like 100 years. You know, they have a stronghold on a lot of things. Yeah. That they do. Most but of television Disney, and just... cinema. but Yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Um, I also did want to say that I said the first words that Mickey Mouse said were hot dog, but he was the first cartoon to actually ever speak, ever, oh, and say anything. So, so hot dog was the first word said by any cartoon character. Yeah, and it was uh, he was voiced by Walt Disney, which I, I feel like most people know that, but if you didn't, yeah. yeah. Well, that's a good, that's just a good trivia question right there. What is the first words a cartoon character ever said? I don't think anyone would guess hot dog. Hot dog! <laughs> Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. So one thing that we didn't really cover in this episode, because it is uh, something that kind of doesn't tie into Mickey that much, but is the concept <laughs> of the hidden Mickey. 
right? Oh, yes, yes. Do you have a favorite hidden Mickey in anything? Because it's it's in movies and parks and it and is. I actually else. didn't realize that they hid them in the cartoons until today. I was looking at something and it was like it's in like the library in Beauty and the Beast. It's in this. It's, I was like, what? I didn't. I thought they were just around the parks. Um, I really don't. I don't. I'm not that into Hidden Mickey, so I can't say I know enough of them to be like, this one's so good. <laughs> this is the best one ever. Now, for those yeah. who don't know exactly what a Hidden Mickey is, do you want to just explain that to them real quick? Yeah, sure. A Hidden Mickey is literally what it sounds like. They hide, you know, it's not his actual face, but it's just the three dots to be the big circle and the two little circles as his ears. And Disney likes to hide them around and things like, say, an example would be, I don't even know if this one exists, but it sounds like it would. If you're on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and in there, you're in the bayou before you go down and there's lily pads, there might be a lily pad that is in the shape of a mickey that would be an example of a hidden mickey or the rock formations in one of the attraction lines where there's rocks everywhere and maybe three of the rocks are together to make again a hidden mickey they there are hundreds if not probably thousands they sell books on where they are and people literally go around the theme park just to find hidden mickeys i just don't see i mean i get it i guess it's like a fun thing to do while you're waiting in line but i just never got into people it. like bird watching so <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Valid fucking point. Which a big sorry to my friend Lauren who loves bird watching and listens to this show. Lauren, I bet you like hidden Mickeys too, don't you? You're a hidden <laughs> Mickey person. I bet she, I bet you I'm are, Lauren. Pretty sure she gave me a book on all the hidden Mickeys when I was going to Disney last. But the, even in like the movies, I, I I did a quick Google image search of just like hidden Mickeys in movies, and like one of them is is literally as early as Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, where they're mm. uh, washing their hands, the bubbles around dopey there's like a two ears a two small and a big mickey mouse and it's like undeniable it's like oh that is definitely a mickey like that's not just mm -hmm. like an accidental animation thing it's like that no that's intentional yeah no they definitely yeah that's funny i didn't know they were that soon i know in um the little mermaid when the very beginning when triton rides in on his little like shell and dolphins riding in um and there's like the big crowd of people if you pause it and they've like zoomed in mickey donald and i think goofier in the audience like clearly just them as yeah. their cartoons i love that and i'm yeah. like they, yeah that's like, like that's like when someone figured out that there's like a in the you know government council meeting or whatever in star wars episode one where they're talking to like all of the aliens from all over the universe there's like a pod of that's just filled with et creatures <laughs> it's like what all right so et exists in the like, we got, Wars we got bored we just got bored <laughs> uh well gelsey if someone is listening and they're going hey i love looking for a hidden mickeys and y'all are jerks where can they email us or contact us to let it where can they contact us to let us know what jerks we are about talking smack on the hidden mickeys yeah, let us know how shitty we are on Instagram. You can find us at Before My Time underscore podcast or on Facebook. Just search Before My Time. We will pop up. Let us know your favorite hidden Mickey. What's your favorite Mickey Mouse in the universe of the world? What about Mickey do you love? What did we miss? And yeah, are we jerks? I'm sorry, but here you are listening to us. So <laughs> jokes on you. We appreciate each and every one of you. And we hope you tune in again next week for some more lovely useless facts of the past. Bye. Bye.
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 